I love babies. It's probably no shock to you. You've seen me. I love babies. They're expressions you can't quite understand, but they're something, you know. And their talk, their baby talk, and the big eyes on babies, and their chubby cheeks. And grown-ups, you're okay. You're fine. Uh, but I, I, like ba I love babies. Who doesn't? Babies make us feel. They tug on our heartstrings, you know. Like babies, they bring out the love in us for anyone. Our, when a baby comes into the room, they're the only one in the room. You know, the, like the, the parents like step aside, you know, let me see this baby. Our attention belongs to them. When there's a baby in the room, our attention is theirs. Our strength is theirs. To take care of a child is about the best work that an adult can accomplish. We are our best self when we forget ourselves, you know, to take care, to love a child. And how do we handle a baby? How do we handle a baby? Gentle, with gentle care and adoration, loving adoration of this child that makes us appreciate the gift of life and the gift of family. A baby brings peace into a room, not when they're crying, but a baby brings peace into a room and a baby brings us together, brings the adults together. I thought about this. When Isaiah was prophesying, when Isaiah was prophesying about the coming Messiah, he was speaking to like a house or a kingdom divided. He was speaking to Jerusalem in the north, Judah in the south. And he said, he spoke of one who would judge between the nations and bring them together. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against one another, nor shall they train for war again. And then at the end of his address, he speaks to the people as one. He says, O house of Jacob. He says, O house of Israel. You know, looking for their unity. He says, let us all walk in the light of the Lord. And so the one who will bring us all together in peace as one in unity is not so much a conquering hero, but someone who's humble, gentle, meek, pure. And God knew what he was doing when he took on the form of a small child, when he came to save us, to save the world. And no one knew this reality more than his mother, Mary, the mother who carried the Savior of the world. And I like to think at this point, if we were expecting Jesus, right, at this point in Mary's pregnancy, she was very, very well aware. This Son of God wasn't just an idea that was coming. It was a growing reality within her. And so she was more aware than any one of, any one of us can ever be of the life of Christ growing, just growing, living inside of her. And she was very intentional, therefore, about taking care of herself for his sake. We can be confident that Mary took in nothing that would harm Jesus within her. She took in nothing. Should it be any different for us? Yeah, we're sinners. 
But should this reality be any different for us? Because Jesus is not fully grown within us. He never will be until we become 100% fully Jesus in heaven. And this life, his life, the life of the child Jesus is always growing within us. It's always maturing if we take care of this in the way that Mary did. The good news is, is that in Jesus's divinity, nothing can separate us from him. Amen. Amen. But in his humanity, he is innocent and he's vulnerable to us and he's sensitive to everything that we share with him who can never be separated from us. So it's great to call to mind that we, we have to nurture Jesus within us. We have to protect him. We love him. We have to adore him, yes, within ourselves and let him change us from the inside out and let the reality that Jesus is growing in us and living in us, let his reality change ours. Or rather, let God change this reality within us. And so we have to be intentional about taking nothing in that will harm this relationship that is so sensitive to us. Don't take in any fear. Don't take in doubt. Don't let in bitterness. Don't take in malice. Don't take in judgment. Don't take in resentment. We restrain from overindulgence during Advent. You know, we try, we pray to back away from addiction. And God willing, we will see sin more and more for the poison that it is when we take it into ourselves. Rather, in faith, let in joy. The joy that, wants, that, that God wants to fill us with in preparation. Let in joy. Seek out hope where it can be found. It can be found. And, cl and cling onto our peace, as I like to say. Hold on to your peace. Cling to your peace. We need to find any forgiveness that our heart needs, no matter what that takes, and look not only to restrain ourselves, but look to extend ourselves, like look for opportunities for love. They are out there every day to love the poor, to love the stranger that God knows we'll meet, to love those who are difficult for us to love, to love those who've hurt us, and to love ourselves, to love ourselves because of how God made us and because Jesus lives in us. And if we trust, if we truly believe that all these great tasks we can only do with Jesus' help, if we know and we look for his help within us for all these things, we can be amazed and we will be humbled uh, at finding himself in us and needing to be him for the world. We will be amazed and we will be humbled. So for these next three and a half short weeks, may we carry the Christ child in us. May we carry him with care and with intent so that in our hearts, when Christmas comes, we will have full maturity of readiness, full maturity of that anticipation of joy and greet Jesus as if the first time this child that came to save us, that came to save you and I, and be gathered around as we are today, to be gathered around him on Christmas in peace, in love, in adoration 
of the love of God in such a small package.